Hi guys, and welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and this week on the podcast, we have Giselle Bryant from The Real Housewives of Potomac. Giselle is an OG cast member. She is the word on the street. She is still the word on the street. She will continue to be the word on the street going forward because if there's one thing about Giselle, she gets the assignment. She gets her role in the show, and she kind of always has. And I think, you know, love her, hate her, somewhere in between. You can't deny that Giselle knows how to bring it for the show. She knows what makes the show work, and she always has. And I think, you know, that that can't be denied. So I, I always love interviewing Giselle. She's very forthcoming, I think, in an interview setting. And we really talked all things season six. We talked about her and Karen. We talked about her and Wendy. We talked about the Nicki Minaj of it all. Um, we also got into chat room. I think, I think it's really interesting, the chat room thing, because I think I always am intrigued when Bravo talent gets sort of like an extra opportunity, whether it's a talk show like that or a spinoff or gets to be in some of the advertisements or things like that, whether that sort of creates tension with any of, the, of their co-stars because they weren't chosen for these opportunities. So I, I asked about chat room a good amount and um, Giselle is always a great interview and I think any Potomac fan will love this interview. So keep listening for my interview with Giselle Bryant. Tune in to The Real Housewives of Potomac Sundays at 8, best night of the week. And please rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we're here with Giselle Bryant of The Real House. I said Potomac. She is the word on the street. She is still the word on the street. <laughs> Giselle, always good to see you. Always, always, Gibson. Very good to see you. I mean, I, I like to kick off every interview with a housewife, just asking how you're doing. You know, we're, we're I guess like we're almost halfway through the season at this point. How are you holding up uh, this season right now? Um, great. You know, I, I think that... I mean, clearly the viewers are happy. <laughs> yes, very, very. People the ratings are good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I think that, that, I mean, it was a good season. It, it was a little tough because it was COVID and all that. We had to like follow those guidelines. Yeah. But, you know, the fact that we had to, like, we pretty much filmed with each other and we were in each other's face so freaking much. Like, yeah, high drama. Totally. Yeah. And, and we, you know, I was at that tea time on the Potomac event to kick off the, the season. And, and one of the producers said that it's the best housewives season produced during COVID. And I have to agree with that. I think that like, it's acknowledged, but it's not totally a factor. And you guys just yeah. leaned into sort of hanging out at, pe- at yeah. people's houses and groups. And I think it's working. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, we, as in, I have to give, you know, credit where credit is due to the cast. I mean, we, totally. you know, they kind of asked us in the beginning of the season, like, look, like, don't like, if you can avoid traveling on your own time, please do that so that we can really get through this show and really show it so that people aren't reminded every five seconds that COVID is, is happening. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the cast just like really fell in line. We were so like on top of making sure that we were safe so that um, we could make it nice. Um, also, by the time we were done, I think all of the cast was vaccinated. So that was an added plus. And that plays into the season with Miss Karen, which is absolutely hilarious. So we, we get a vaccine storyline. That's a new that's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, great. You know, it, it, maybe it will influence some people to get it. Yeah. How, from your experience, how does this season either while watching it, while filming, how did it compare to last? You, you know best. What from your experience sort of how does it compare? Yeah. So, you know, last season we, we, we got to a really dark place. We, it was, it was a whole lot of toxic. And from the beginning, season one, I never wanted to get there. 
And so my objective and my thoughts were like, we've got to get back to who we are as a show, which is we're fun, we're funny, we have a lot of drama, but it's lightweight. It's not, I, you know, we don't ever want to get to the dark because it's just so hard to get out of it. And so I feel like season six, we're there. 100%. And, and, and the, the, I've also interviewed Candace and Ashley at the beginning of this season. They, and they said the same thing. They, they said that there was sort of a group consensus that was just like, listen, like we have to kind of do a reset here. It, it, the reunion especially was just like a little bit too nasty. A maybe. Little, yeah, a, a, a lot, a lot too. Yeah, a lot too. And I, you know, I think, you know, obviously Monique did not come back this season. And for you, is that a big part of the, is that a big part of like you guys' ability to reset is just kind of to look forward yeah. in that way? Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, if she was around, I don't, we, we definitely would not have had the season that we're having right now. There, mm-hmm. there was just no way to kind of move past where we were in season five. So, you know, we are onwards and upwards, Gibson. We, we are, we are. And I think speaking of, I mean, you and Karen, I think we have just have to get into you and Karen. And, and I, I've said for years now, I think that you two are the most electric duo that Bravo has had since probably brought Vini and Kim. I think that it's like, there, there, there is something about you guys. And I think that it's because it's, it can't be manufactured. It can't be curated for TV. It's you, there is like a, an established relationship between you guys that goes back. It just is what it is. And I think that, you know, I think back to, you know, I think it was season three or four, you guys both came into the office and we did interviews separately, but you guys had a press day together and it was fun. And it was fun. And I think that Back then, I felt like it was more based in that like lighter shade and it was, it's still fun. I, I love watching you guys on TV, but it, yeah. I do kind of feel like there was a, a slight change maybe at some point last season and it's gone into this season where it is a little bit less fun shade. It's more serious shade. It, 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 as a fan of both of you, I hope that we can kind of get past that. What's your yeah. sort of mentality around that? And are we going to see any actual resolution between you two or is it just going to be kind of agree to disagree? I think. No, as the season progresses, you'll see us get to a better place for sure. You know, nobody wants to fight all the time. And like, for instance, chat room, like, you know, she was on chat room last week and it was, you know, similar to what we used to be, you know, fun shade, you know, slight digs, but you know, we do not, we do know how to laugh together. So, you know, we, 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 we are, we're there. Yeah. I was going to, I was just going to say that the Bravo's chat room episode it proved that you guys can still play in the shade together and, and have it be, it's just, it's, it's, it's fun, you know? And it's like, you, you, you can spar, but, but you know how to, you guys just know it. And I think that, you know, do, do you hear that from fans a lot that it's, that it's you two as a duo that really gives that sort of extra level of, of something, X Factor? We, I do hear from the fans that, you know, I, I have a tendency, like, I'm, I'm kind of like, I give shade to everybody. You know, everybody on the right. show gets Giselle. Yeah. Karen, on the other hand, no, you know, she just only wants to talk about me and me and me and me. And so I I hear that from the fans. I hear like, is she ever going to have anything to say about anyone else but Giselle? So she needs to get there because, you know, I I share my shade. She needs to share hers. (laughs) But, but, you know, Giselle, you, you must feel like at this point you can take anything from her, you know, like, I feel like you've maybe heard it all from her. I mean, it's whatever, you know, it's just, I mean, I don't even care, you know, <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a little borderline. She's a very amusing, she's just a very amusing person. Um, so fighting with her at this point is a little boring because, you know, we, we do better when we're kind of okay. 
you know, and, and I think, you know, just more broadly speaking, I think that speaks to, and you've always been this way, you've always had a thick skin, you've always been able to take it from pretty much anybody, it seems. Yeah. But I feel like I've noticed it even more because or sometimes what people say to you can be, they would hurt a lot of people. And I think for you, you let it roll off your back, or at least that's how it's, we, we sort of see it from you. What's sort of like your, is there like a self-defense mechanism or something that you kind of tell yourself to have that roll off your back? Or like, how, how do you, especially when, I guess, when it comes to like maybe the Jamal of it all, when it gets really, it gets like more than surface level. How do you sort of yeah. deal with, with that, with, with the kind of words that come to you in that way? Most of the time when people are angry and they're screaming and they're yelling and they're going crazy, like on me, it's typically they're mad because of their issues, mm. but they're taking it out on me. And I know that, you know, the whole Wendy thing last week, no, Wendy, you're mad at you and what's going on with you. Like, there's no way that you could have gotten that angry, you know, and, and, and Jamal is an easy target. People can say whatever they want about Jamal. I don't care at all. It won't even phase me in any way because I know my relationship with this guy. He's been in my life way before I've met these people and he will always be in my life. So that doesn't even bother me. And, and it's kind of like, guys, come up with something else because like <laughs> that's too easy of a target. So, you know, my position always is, you know, whatever you're screaming about, that has to do with you. It has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. I'm good over here. <laughs> totally, yeah. And, and, and I can sense that from you. And I feel like, You've heard it all. So at this point, it's like, what's 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 the new? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of shrug. <laughs> yeah. Or or yeah. as you did it, or, or as you did in, in Williamsburg, you were just kind of sipping through your drink and it's like, you know, <laughs> watching it all happen. Yeah. And I feel like with you and Wendy, it's wild, it is wild because you guys were on the same quote unquote side last year. And I think that that, that couldn't be more different this year. And it's 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 definitely a 180 with you guys. Right. What for you is behind that change? Her. 100% her. I mean, there, there was absolutely nothing malicious about the conversation with me and Ashley about her husband. There was nothing malicious done, but that's the only way she took it. So, you know, that has to do with her. And I kind of feel like, you know, she's always obviously had a problem with me. I just didn't know it uh, because there's no way that you can be that angry at somebody for really kind of like nothing and still be that way. Like, you know, we'll see this, this play out for the entire season, which is very sad because mm. it really didn't have to, well, sad, but good. You know, we're, we're doing a television show here. <laughs> good TV show. Yeah. That's, that's a good yes. disclaimer. <laughs> yes. But as a, as a friend off the show, it's kind of like, wow, you really show me who you are and you really, mm. it's totally different from the woman that I've met last year and um to be honest with you nothing ventured nothing gained i mean i don't have much invested in wendy i don't need to kind of fix it you know what i mean like it's just like whatever but i guess from her side do you do you see that why she would be upset with you not just coming directly to her with this with this story or bringing it up like i feel like right. that's sort of her main argument right um i'm gonna give you a little tea gibson okay because before the um season even started she and i talked about it on the phone, like we talked about mm. all the social media stuff. And it was a very rushed conversation. And we, we we had to get off the phone. And in my mind, I was like, I'm gonna readdress this with her, but like not the reaction that she had in Williamsburg at all. Like, you know, very, very, very strange, different. If, if 
by no means because I had to talk to her, talked to her about these things before. And she was just kind of like very upset about, she wasn't upset about any of it. Right. Mm. So it's just like to talk about it on camera, clearly it's not going to upset you. Like it was just her reaction to, for me was bonkers. Do you think it was because you brought it up on camera? Is, is that the difference for her? But, but why would that be the difference when you weren't upset about it off camera? Right. Like, right. you know what I mean? I see what you're saying. So, for sure. so I didn't, and, and because everyone clearly is saying, we don't believe this. We don't believe this. And we talk about people's husbands. Like, yeah, it, it, it's part, it's part, of every, it's, it's happened to everybody for sure. I mean, at this point. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's part of the mean, course. We talk about the good, the bad, the everything. It's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, we're trying to trash people. No, we talk, we, these are conversations that if we're girlfriends, we have period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, it's, 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 it, and again, I talked about this with Candace, I think, which is like, the blogs are sort of like this eighth cast member a little bit like the, like it's it's sort of always another factor I think on on Potomac and it's and we, we've we've seen it over the years is that like it does play into it and so it's it's it's, it's obviously I mean, tough territory but right I mean Gibson let's even talk about like Ashley last season when me and Candace pulled it to the side to talk about Michael and all that drama like Ashley didn't lose her mind and go very different crazy. reactions right yeah yeah you know what I'm saying? It, and, and that was like, we have videotapes. I feel like, I feel like the other sort of tangential criticism here is that like some people are getting mad about sort of the attachment to, oh, Wendy changed this. And, and sort of like, we're talking about like the sort of like her look a lot. And sort and I think that that's sort of, I've seen that in sort of the fan circles and fan accounts have, have talked a lot yeah. about that criticism. What's your response to that? It, that wasn't the, it was never the issue. I mean, well, it was, well, it was kind of the issue in the beginning because you lied about what your surgeries were. That was just weird. But like, if, if you want to, I mean, we're, we're all women. If you want to get, get your boobs done, your butt done, who cares? Right. right? Uh, but, and it wasn't that it was how you are acting. It's how you are treating Mia. It's how you are treating people uh, unnecessarily. It's you being so rehearsed you know, you're coming into a scene like re- with rehearsed lines. It was just, it, it's the TikTok of it all. You know, it's all of that. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, it was all very off-putting. And we're not those women. We're not those women that come in and it's like trying to read people with lines. Like we're, those aren't our scenes. That's not what we do. So I, it was just like, wow, um, she's been practicing in the mirror a whole lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, uh, let's, 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 let's like flip the script a little bit to, to Mia. Cause I think that, you know, I think that, I think that she's been really fun to have. I think that she, she yeah. brings a new energy. I think her story is amazing. Um, and, and, you know, she, she really hasn't been that afraid to, to jump into it. And I think that's really, re- I think that's refreshing and, and great, especially, you know, you guys, you guys are a solid group. So coming in and holding her own is, has been impressive to me. <clears throat> Obviously you guys had that little text exchange and <laughs> that was pretty wild, I think, but but then you sort of saw past that and then you guys had lunch together and, and, it, was, yeah. and it was nice. Can you do, just talk to me about your relationship with Mia one-on-one and sort of what we can expect going forward from you guys? You know, Mia, Mia is fine. I think that Mia brings an energy to the group that's different, right? Mm-hmm. And different, different in a way that I like because she is smart. And any, any, and even if she's smart in her own way, that's different from me. I don't care. I just love smart women. Right. And she kind of gets the dynamic of the group and she's not trying to tear anyone down to be in the group. 
And that's what I loved about Mia. Like she just was like, I'm here, right? And I don't need to tear anybody down to be here. That's a good whereas, point. whereas I felt like Wendy's second season, it was kind of like, I'm here. I've bought new things that I've purchased on my body. And now I want to tear people down in order to stay here. And that's problematic. I, I do I think that they've I think they've both sort of gotten into the group pretty well, but I I, I see I totally see what you're saying. Um, and I'm just excited. I think, again, I, I'm excited for me. And I think that, yeah, I think that what's so great about Potomac is that you guys do have the staying power from, from you guys and the OGs. And it's just, it's, I never <laughs> want it to end, but being able to welcome in these new people is always really important. And so I think that you guys are really striking a really nice balance there. And I think it's proven with Mia this year. So yeah, 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 yeah for sure. And she, she holds her own and Lord Gibson, y'all have not gotten a taste of her husband yet. Okay. Oh, it's important soon. <laughs> so he's going to join the club in, in terms of the husband getting into it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm uh, waiting That's for that one. Tea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, Giselle, I think I tweeted this out, but your scenes with your daughters, to me, are some of my favorite across any Housewives franchise. Like I, uh, and I, and I'm not just saying that, like, to me, there's something so special and and so unrehearsed and so just real about you and your daughters having takeout together at the table or, or driving to get to to do the driving test or just the dynamic there is so fun and funny and I feel like they've leaned into sort of shading you in recent years in in a light way which is I think hilarious and talk, just talk to me about about filming with them because it to me it just comes across so well on the show and I, I just really really love it. You know, after this season, I did have to talk to them and be like, look, guys, <laughs> y'all are killing me out here. Like, what is going on? <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I don't mind it because if the cameras weren't there, they'd be doing that anyway. Like, my girls are, are who they are, and they, they're very honest. I think this, this, what, you, what you're seeing is, like, real. It's, like, honesty. Totally. It's, like, a mother-daughter relationship. And we've kind of seen them grow up a bit. and they are, they are my favorite thing to do is to be with them. And so when I get to film with them, it's just like even more exciting. Like I'm so excited to film with them. They're like, when they, when they kind of like tell me like, or like ask me like, what are we going to do this week for filming? I'm, and you know, they talk about my kids. I'm like, yes, I get to film with my kids. Yes. I just love being with them. And I, I think it comes across. 1000%. And I think that they, clearly enjoy it but they don't enjoy it too much to the point where like you don't like they're, they're just being themselves and it's like yes I'm taking for example like you know obviously it was tough when the driving test didn't work out but just but to see the twins in the back seat sort of eyeing each other and like okay how do we react you know and that was sort of like what was not said and not said there it was just yeah. again you can't you can't make that up it just is what it is I love it yeah yeah and let me just say this because they love each other and they're so sweet to each other and they protect each other when that was over, they were so mad at me because they were like, how could you let go Grace go through this on camera? Uh, I'm like, who knew she was going to fail? Totally. Again. Like mm -hmm. literally Gibson, we had cupcakes, we had balloons to celebrate the fact that she had passed mm. <laughs> and she didn't. So it was like, Breaks my if heart. I, <laughs> right. If I thought she was like not going to pass that freaking test that we would not have been had a whole camera crew here. I, but I did love that. I loved how they just protect each other. For sure. Does she eventually yep. pass? Can, can we say oh, that? Yeah. 
oh, we've got so much more to come with Grace and her driving. Yes. Okay. I, I, I love to hear it. <laughs> it incorporates more cast members. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, maybe some driving lessons from Robin. I, I, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm spitballing here. <laughs> yes. We'll see. I don't want to give it away, but it's, okay. Because uh, you know, I don't want to give it away because Gibson, I haven't even seen it mm. because so I wasn't don't... there. Got it. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. I love it. Some some quicker topics. Obviously, yeah. the Nicki Minaj of it all. I mean, like, can you even? You could not have predicted this ever like this is so awesome yeah would you love to see her host a reunion or at least like be involved in some capacity obviously of course I mean you know would we get anything accomplished with Nikki hosting absolutely not <laughs> but would we have so much fun yes we would I you know I it was such a shock it was I so know it like, came out of nowhere mm -hmm. right like what's happening here um yeah I if, if she's not there I'm gonna be asking Andy where the hell is she let me just say that like where is she, Andy? <laughs> to me, it's to me, it's a layup, and to me, it's just like, come on, we got to do this. And yeah. I, mean, I guess you got you guys had done the Potomac for Light video, the, the, which which was amazing. That must have caught her eye. But to know that she is such a hardcore fan of you guys, and now she's like shading Escale on her story, <laughs> and it's like, poor girl. I don't know. It's just I love how into it she is. I really do. I feel okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Me too. I think it's. I mean, it's gotta happen. If it doesn't it happen. To. Let me call up some Bravo execs. <laughs> if anything, let's get a little like post reunion special, like unanswered questions or something like that. I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like even if even if it's not like the actual reunion, I would take anything to be honest. So I'm yeah. just putting it out there in the universe. Um, yes. Something that I feel like is a is sort of a constant thing for you to deal with, but also I think what is sort of like you know, you and Robin being like such a tight knit duo. And I think it, it makes sense because you guys are best friends and you've known each other for a long time and you're the green eyed bandits and, and we love it. <laughs> but I do think that some people like are like, you guys don't diverge enough. You know, I feel like maybe people say you blindly support one another, I would say, but I, I don't personally really think that, but I'm curious for you, would you ever, and, and I don't want Robin to go anywhere, but what, what would the show look like with just with, without like, whether it was Robin that stayed or you that stayed like just right. one of you what do you think that that would feel like to not to not have that sort of built-in BFF um, in the show just hypothetical yeah I mean I get I mean it it would be sad yeah of course <laughs> it would be like I can't even think about it really yeah um, but I can say this for year first for years Robin has always like I mean, clearly, yes, I'm shady. Uh, you know, I am ridiculous. I say all kinds of nonsense out of my mouth. I get it. But Robin has checked me on it every season and they don't show it. Mm. And, and I feel like it's not allowed for the fans to see that, you know, our friendship is real within us. Like she might not check me in front of the group, but she's going to check me on it with the, with the whole t-shirt Gibson. Remember I did the t-shirt tax yep. reform and all yep. that nonsense. Uh -huh. Robin was like, don't do this. She, mm. I mean, she was like, do not, this is going to go horribly wrong. Okay. But we and never I saw mean, that. Yeah. It's iconic. Cause it went horribly <laughs> oh, it's right. iconic. Oh, it never forgets. <laughs> That's a moment of history. <laughs> right. But like, they're not showing that, but I did something did go down this season that I hope to God they show because like Robin was so pissed at me. So there's that. But if, you know, yeah. if there was like one without the other, uh, I don't like that. It, it would be maybe missing part of the formula, but I, I but yeah. I think, but I think, I think kind of proof in the pudding of what you just said, it's not necessarily checking them, but like you bringing Robin aside 
in Williamsburg, going up to that porch and having a real heart to heart moment with her. To me, yeah, that's just the, that's the real friendship. That's that's telling her the the hard truth. And I think that that yes. is indicative of that for sure. That that we do get some of those moments, and they get maybe overlooked for the for right. Like, and and I'm gonna be honest with you, Gibson. A part of that was because we were working on reasonably shady, and it was more like and to know me is to know like. I am like a personality. I don't let anything get in the way of my coins. So mm. she, that, that's, that was the, the start of that conversation. Like, look, you know, you're telling me you're struggling over here mentally. You're having struggles with, with Juan. We're about to be in business together. And that's my name out here on the streets. And like, we're not going to mess that up. So like, can you handle something else added to your plate being a podcast in which we've got to like produce every week? For sure. And, um, that was a big part of that conversation too, which they didn't show. But like, but that's, you know, that's I good context I to have. Have that conversation, obviously, in front of the other ladies because they didn't even know at that point we were working on a podcast. Totally, yeah. You guys had sort of been kind of a little cryptic about telling them about yeah. it. So yeah, so uh, totally. So Giselle, I, th- I do want to you know finish a little bit with some chat about chat room because I think that you know we talked a little bit before we started recording, but yeah, you know, I feel like I got the impression that when when chat room was first announced that. It was sort of a test, you know. I think that it it felt like it was sort of like let's see how this goes. Let's put these four yeah. women together and and see if people love it. And yeah. I think it's it, you know the fact that it's been ordered for more episodes multiple times yeah. proves that it's a success, and it proves that there's an appetite for watching you guys you know you know break down all the Bravo tea and and talk about pop culture. And it's it's just a fun thing yeah. to watch. You must feel good about just having this other whole other series that has worked out. Yeah. You know, I, I, um, you're right. It started in the pandemic because I think, you know, Bravo needed programming and Mm -hmm. we're trying to figure out like, how can we make something with these people virtually or whatever. And, um, and they, they ordered six shows and, um, Portia just reminded me last week we had last week, we filmed our 53rd show, I think. 50. I didn't even realize it was that many. That's wild. Yeah. It was like, I think it was 52, one or 52. And I, which in, when Portia and I just talked about it last week and I was like, holy shit, we've done 50 something shows of chat room. Like, yes, I, it just, I'm very slow. Things hit me very, you know. <laughs> I'm it's honestly crazy. probably better to Zell because then you don't, you, don't, you don't think about it in the moment. It's like, it's, you're yes. sort of past that. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, if, if we never do another one, the fact that this show was created, I helped create it and it's gone on for 50 shows and it is successful and it is so much fun. I, you know, I, I was very happy. And I think, you know, the four of us in the beginning, Portia, Kate and Hannah, like the four of us had great chemistry mm-hmm. from the gate. And then, you know, you know, Hannah and Kate are obviously not there anymore, but Portia and I, just love talking to each other. We just love like laughing and being silly. So I think that that's kind of like the beauty of it. And, and I've enjoyed with these other people coming in. Like I've enjoyed, oh my gosh, that Brandy Glanville, Lord have mercy. She's so oh, she's, a, she's a dynamo. All <laughs> right. Exactly. She'll say whatever it's, 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 it, it really, it's, it's refreshing. And I agree. I told you this, but I really do think the co-host the, the start the guest co-host situation is working and I think that you yes. chose a great group to start it out with and you know it just people tune in for the tea about the individual shows that the guests are on and yes it, I think I think it makes each episode a little bit different but you and Portia are, the, are great anchors of it and it's working yeah. and so and we're going to get Andy to go on more vacations 
so that <laughs> <laughs> that it's all about chat rooms. Come on, boss. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, that's so funny. And you know what? Like I have to say, like it's not lost on me that this is a late night show co-hosted by yeah. two black women. And that I don't know if that exists anywhere else on TV, Giselle. And to, to me, that's a little bit quiet. It's a little bit quietly revolutionary if, if you really think about it. And I think that, I think Bravo is really at the forefront of breaking down a lot of these barriers, but yeah. the, the chat room specifically, it's it, late night is, is notoriously a pretty close off space. Yeah. And white I think men. that, yeah, it's all white men. And yeah. for you guys to be there and holding your own and having this great time and people are loving it, it's not yes. lost on me. I think it's really special. You know what, Gibson? I didn't even notice until mm. you just now said that. I'm so excited right now. I think I'm gonna tweet that. Like this is good stuff. <laughs> it, no, it really is. I think it's it's yes. it's 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 you know it's not necessarily like pegged as that, but I think if you really think about what 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 the other offerings are out there, I think yeah. bro, bro, chat rooms doing something, and I think it's it's really cool. Yes, I love it. And our I don't know if you know this, our executive producer Michelle Kenner, she's um, a black woman. So Amazing. that's been great too. Yeah, that has been great too. Yes, yes, black girl magic. We love, we love to see it. I, we love to see it. You know, I feel like you you mentioned like the how Kate and Hannah were there before, and now they're not there. Yeah. What can you say about that? Because was, was that just a case of them? Like, I mean, I guess Hannah's not on Summer House anymore. Kate's not on Blow Deck. Right. Was, was that tied into, or what was sort of that process um, like? Because I think it's working with you and Portia. I'm just curious what you yeah, can say about I, that you know, they don't give us any explanations, but mm. for Hannah specifically, I can say that, um, yes, she was no longer, she's no longer going to be on Summer House. So it, I think the be kind of some of the beauty of the show is like, I'm able to talk about, um, Potomac. Exactly. Of course, she's able to talk about Atlanta. And then she, you know, she has a new series coming out. She's able to talk about that. So it made sense to me that Hannah didn't continue and same with Kate. So, I mean, you know, yeah, it, it'd be weird if they were just on chat room and like not on any yeah. other, right, exactly. And I feel like, you know, like you just said, I think it was it was fun when Karen got to come on and I think it, we, we talked about it was light shade. I think it adds yeah. a sort of extra layer of like commentary and like, I mean, we get the after shows and stuff like that, but it's a sort of extra layer of, okay, let's just rehash what we just watched. And I think that that's, <laughs> that's fun for people. And I'm curious just for you, you're the only one of Potomac that, that sort of gets that opportunity every week. And I think that, yeah. again, I think you do an amazing job, but does it, did it create any sort of tension with, with the cast or was it like, you know what? No, this makes sense. Good for Giselle. Let's cheer, let's cheer her on. Have, have you, have you seen Karen um, talk about me? It's never nice. So mm, that, I haven't seen, yeah. the, I haven't seen any chat room commentary. Maybe I'm missing that. Oh, but. No, no, no. I'm saying just in general. Oh, okay. got it. Okay. Um, but no, <laughs> you know, when I, when the show first came along, the, all of the ladies, you know, minus Karen and Wendy were called me or text me or whatever. It just in very, very congratulatory. Um, oh, by the way, we're filming with Candace tomorrow. Candy pants will be nice. in the chat room. So I'm excited about that. Um, so yeah, I, I felt like it could, to be honest with you, I felt like it could be, like it could be a, a um, an area of the other ladies feeling like, you know, Giselle has this opportunity and we don't, and you know, a little, I don't want to say jealousy, but just, you know, weirdness. weirdness. Totally. But, but, but um, I do feel like, but I do feel like at the end of the day, it's like Bravo celebrities get different opportunities at different times. Yes. And I think that there's different things to be pulled into at different, at different moments. And this is your moment for Bravo's well, chat room. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I totally feel that way. And this was just a good fit, I think, for me, 
but there's so many things that Bravo has that, you know, they plug in the ladies. So, you know, totally. nobody jealous of anything and, and, and to, to round it out here i'm curious for you we, we mentioned porsche's spinoff and i think a lot of people are excited about that but if you were to think of like a potomac spinoff for for any of the ladies what do you think would would be sort of like would make the most sense or would be sort of the most fun even for you just to watch it a couple things um i would like an rv trip like rob and i have yeah <laughs> rob and i have talked about it um, but we haven't like talked about it like in a real way to execs. We've talked about it jokingly to execs, but like an RV with my kids, her kids, because like her kids are like way different from mine. Like, you know, it's boys. Okay. Very much um, so. Yes. And we're just, we're just hitting the open road in the RV. Like Juan might pop in, you know, it, size, it's I think that be huge fun. Let's see. I think that, um, Ashley, and now that she's got these two babies, boys running around all over the place, I'd like to see something like that, like kindergarten Ashley or something. Like, <laughs> I could see. So, I, I I think we we get we get glimpses of of the home life with her and the kid life, but I feel like it'd be entertaining to watch a full day of that life. Yes, yes, yes. So um, I think that would be good as well. I, think I love that. Yeah, I love that. Well, you know, obviously, as, as a super fan, I would love for any of those things to happen. So uh, again, put I, I'm I'm a big believer of putting things out into the universe. Maybe it'll come back and happen. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, to be honest with you, uh, Rob and I did a uh, pilot of, and we were tricked, and it was like glamping. They told us it was going to be glamping, and we did it with somebody else. And anyway, long story short, it wasn't glamping. They literally pitched a tent in the middle of of the woods with animals and was like, get in there and go to sleep. And it, we like, I cried. I mean, it was so horrible. Take me home, but, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we're not doing that, but we can do definitely the RV situation for sure. Right, that, that's, a good, that's a good uh, meet in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, Giselle, this has been so fun. What can you, again, there's a lot more to come in this season that you, you've yeah. teased some stuff. What else can we expect from the rest of season six of Potomac? Because I think, I feel like the ride is just getting started, honestly. It is. Um, well, you know, there's there's a big turn for me in this season when I break an appendage. Don't ever break your bones while you're filming. Like that's just don't do that. Okay. Well, so, I remember I remember in the Telfar photo shoot where you had the boot and everyone was wondering yes. what what <laughs> yeah. Like that was Jeez. people thought people are so crazy. They thought like I I wanted to wear a boot. Like I put a boot on as a as Who like wants a to wear a boot, huh? <laughs> Like they, people thought that was, they were like, why would she do that as a fashion statement? I, it's, it's not a fashion statement. I had a broken freaking toe. But anyway, people, um, come on. <laughs> no, no one, I'm, I'll tell you this. I was in so much pain for like that second half of the. Oh, I'm so sorry. No one cared. No one, no one cared. You know, <laughs> everyone has just has to carry on with their lives, with their lives, I guess. It's like, <laughs> let yourself I'm suffer like, here in the pandemic with her <laughs> broken like, foot. Really? So uh. our I can tell you this, our second trip was the worst trip we've ever taken in six seasons. Okay, worst trip ever. <laughs> so be prepared for that. Um, worst drama, you, like worse as in like drama, there's a lot of drama or worse in like not fun. Food, food, accommodations, of course there's drama because it's us, but like everything else was just like, it sucked. This is the salad um, toss. That's the, that's the salad toss I'm guessing. That's the salad toss, yes, yes. Which, by the way, I can say I wasn't there, hadn't gotten there yet, 
Thank you, Jesus. Because if I was there, Gibson, I would be blamed for this. Right. In some point. I'm blamed for everything. <laughs> well, you got you got you got to pull an Ashley by sort of just coming in after the drama and be like, what yes. happened? <laughs> yes. What happened? What do you mean? What happened? Oh my God. So, yeah, but it's it is it is a great season. I'm just so happy and humbled by the fact that like the whole world has woken up and realized that Potomac is a lot of fun. We always having a party in the pee. Giselle, you know what? I'm of the opinion that we can retire, don't sleep on Potomac, because I don't think people are sleeping on it anymore. I think that it's very much, it has solidified its ground. It is, to me, it's a pillar of Bravo at this point. And so I think, you know, I think people woke up during the pandemic to Potomac, finally, finally, finally. Yes, yes, indeed. Indeed. Mm. Well, Giselle, it's so fun to always talk to you. Obviously, everyone tune into Real Houses of Potomac Sundays at 8. Well, Giselle, thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. For more celebrity interviews, subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us as any show of support you can give us would be greatly appreciated. You can follow me at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow In The Know at In The Know on Twitter and at Watch In The Know on Instagram. We'll talk to you next time.